I'm Linda Van Falkenberg. And I'm Ron Gore. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the, the Co Parent Academy, Academy Podcast. Podcast. All right, Linda, we are now on our fourth podcast in our set family kind of a season. Not really, because I'm not I'm not really breaking it out of seasons. <laughs> um, but it's our fourth in our set family series of uh, Co-Parent Academy podcasts. And this is being released on November 14th, which means we're just one week away from the release of our Step Families uh, course on the coparentacademy.com. It's titled Successful Step Families, and it's available November 21st, which is why we're doing this Step Family series. And today we have a, a Reddit post in which the stepmom is uh, sad. And I, understandably sad. Yes. And the title of it is those little reminders. You're not the birth parent, but sure. There are those lovely little reminders. Absolutely. There. She says that she's the full-time mom to her stepson and that she has been for 10 years and he's 16. Apparently he recently had an opportunity to thank people, the people who've helped him with their recent achievement. And she was not listed it really hurt because she doesn't want to say anything. She doesn't want to interfere with his achievement or make it about her. But he thanked at least 20 people, including his dad. And she says it just hurts. And I feel for her because I get it. I understand how that would hurt. I'm sure you've experienced that same hurt. Definitely. And sometimes it's, it's in a, could be just in a physical way, you know, and sometimes it can, like, you know, the child just hugs dad goodbye and walks right by you to go get mom's car or, you know, little things like that. Or it can be and that, you know, I've learned through the years is because they don't want to, their mother to see them hug the stepmom. Well, that's a really interesting point because that's something you brought up when we were looking right. at this one. You wanted to know right. if mom was in the audience. Yes. And we're assuming she probably was. I think so, actually. I would assume that very much so. And I don't know, you know, if she's been totally gone for 10 years or if she's saying that she's primarily the the mom to the kid because maybe the mother just has every other weekend or something. Yeah, maybe. So it's understandable that she feels sad about this. Um, if you were talking to her and helping her through this feeling that she's having, what would you say? I would want her to tell me her role in this achievement and in the child's life in general, you know, what all she has done and let her have a chance to pat herself on the back about a lot of things. You know, let's say it was a sporting thing and, and uh, he was there to get the trophy or whatever, you know, and, and she's driven him to 99.9% of the practices and so forth, you know, and just help her reframe, what that means in terms of it's not about that acceptance speech. It's about the relationship you have with the child every day. Let me push back. Okay. So if I'm she and you're telling me this, I may think, well, then how do I really know what my relationship is with him? How do I know how he really feels about me 
other than the fact that he didn't even mention my name when he thanked everybody. What does that tell me about what our relationship is? And once again, I don't think that defines the relationship. For so many reasons, things can happen. I mean, people who have their partner sitting in the crowd at the Academy Awards forget to thank them (laughs) or put them blast almost every time. I mean, that's something I always listen for, you know, right? (laughs) because that is such a thing. In relationships, um, they're so caught up in the moment and and so not thinking in terms of, you know, what they're supposed to do first, second, third. And I've even heard people interviewed, you know, backstage at the shows that'll say, and I forgot to thank my husband or whatever, you know. So that's, even at that level, it's forgotten. But I think especially if mother was in the audience, it would be the reason right then and there. Sure. And I'm such a bad person because I just popped into my mind that track star who was interviewed. Did you see this? No. He thanked both his uh, wife and his girlfriend. <gasps> no, he did. He did. He, <laughs> yes. I think it was a track star. The one about the girlfriend accidentally, or maybe it was a ball player. The one about the girlfriend accidentally slipped out. And then he tried to take it back. Oh, wow. And that reminds me. One time, Rebecca and I had a criminal defense client when I did criminal defense, and uh, he called, and Rebecca took the call. And uh, no, it wasn't him. His two girlfriends separately called, both of whom were asking us when and where the hearing date were so that they could be there. And Rebecca told them, you know, oh. both when and where it was, and we were just good for her. We're like, oh, I guess we'll find that out. That would have been a good show to pay to watch. Oh, my goodness gracious. So relationships are complicated. I guess it's the takeaway. Mm-hmm. So now this kid's 16. He's not an infant. He's not a baby. But that's also part of the thing is his head's not, I, I can't, but the real shocker of all that was he got out 20 names. <laughs> he thanked people. Okay. You've got a slightly older than 16 young man at your house. Can you imagine really? I can't imagine him saying 20 words. Well, exactly. Let alone 20 names. In, in the spotlight like that, that is just shocking. So, and I don't know what their relation to him was, but I would expect that a lot of it was, you know, once again, if it was something athletic or something, that this was, you know, like the coach is and the players and what, I, right. I can imagine that being what was, you know, like most things we talk about, it seems like you've got to think about the developmental stage of the child, right. uh, first and foremost. And I, I do think that had a lot to do with it. Really now, she is framing this very well. She's not being rude or aggressive. She's not sniping in any way, I don't feel, in what she wrote. I really like the line about, it hurt, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to bring down his achievement or make it about me. Right. Wow. Right. She's really taken one for the team there. (laughs) But as a practical matter, just assuming that she's actually a human being on this earth, like the rest of us, it's going to make a little, it's going to make a little dent in her, a little resentment about it. What's the best way for her to deal with that feeling? I mean, I know we talked about, you know, letting her understand, reframe her, her participation and how she's helped him get his accomplishments but how should she deal with that pinprick of resentment that she's feeling? That's where I was saying if she were my client at this point, I would be helping her reframe it. And she can, our listeners, 
can, you know, when when you do fill these pin pricks and if you've signed on for this thankless job, which step parenting is, just know that up front, then any time this does happen, just journal a little bit, you know, and it doesn't take but a couple of minutes maybe, but it could remove that resentment from and take it to a place where it won't spill over every time you you know, sometimes what can happen, and it could turn passive aggressive. It could be, okay, she still doesn't say anything out loud about it, but every time she would think to do something nice for the kid that she's always done for the last 10 years, and she doesn't do it because he doesn't care anyway, and he doesn't care about her, and oh my gosh. Right. So it's it's especially important to, I mean, I, I really love her for thinking like this. Yeah, me she's too. She's not going to, because... Most of the time in the car on the way home, hmm. oh my. Or she says something to dad, and so then dad feels like he has to say something in the car. Somebody's going to be having that conversation in the right. car on the way home. Exactly. <laughs> Most of the time that would happen. And so I'm thrilled with her for that. And yet, you're right. If she doesn't figure out how to process that, it will so bother her and somehow hamper their relationship. And so that reframe would be, you know, first of all, just to state what the problem actually was and what happened, just like she did here, very succinctly. And then I always ask myself, what else could be true? And that's what we've been exploring out loud just now, is right. what else could be true? This developmental stage, where else his head is at this point? You know, um, he could literally take her for granted, which happens sometimes with adolescents and their parent people. Um, he could just simply have forgotten because he's, who knows, might be ADD or something too. You know, I mean, there could be lots of other factors and I want her to explore that and think through that. And then at the end, I always have my, uh, clients validate themselves in whatever that situation is. I know I have done a great job of being his extra parent person. Right. I know that I can be proud of my own behavior in this situation so that they do end with a real upbeat feeling about the situation. Well, and this sounds like a journaling exercise that we should add to the course too. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because we've got these journaling exercises with some of the other courses, and I think it would fit really well. A, a Linda special ah, journaling. It really works. It does I work. mean, if you really do it, it works. It sounds like, oh, homework. But I tell you, if you, it's just the way everybody's brains work. If you just dump it on paper, you really can release it. It's just so cathartic. It is. Yeah. Right then and for the future. Right. And I, I do feel, let's close this out with the dad. So I do feel like she deserves to be able to go to dad privately. Oh, sure. And to seek comfort for dad for this and to get validation from dad. But dad needs to understand that he can't then go and say something to son. Right. And that does happen way too often. Right. And then how children in the adolescent stage tell me they feel about that is that their privacy was, um, um, there's a conflict there with that. They, I was just venting to you, dad. I didn't want you to be telling anybody else or fixing anything or whatever. And us men, we like to yeah. inappropriately fix. And it's usually not done well. Oh, sometimes it is. Now, she doesn't say this, and so it probably didn't happen. But 
I, in a make-believe world, I would have loved for dad to have maybe, you know, while they were still gathered in the, the situation, say, and I'm really proud of your stepmom here, whatever he calls her, you know, that she trucked you to all those practices so you could get this award tonight. Right. You know, something where he models for the child instead right. of saying, why didn't you thank her? You right. know, just modeling for the child her place. Right. And the, and the tone of that would have to be really careful. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't come across as a jab. Yeah. Just sort of like, you know, standing here, so proud of you. I'm just, it just reminds me of all the work that, that she's done mm-hmm. to help you, too. Right. And we're so thankful that we have her. Something like that. Would yeah. that be appropriate? Totally. Okay. All right. Well, our heart goes out to this stepmom. She seems to be... From what we can, a little bit we can see here, she's got her heart in the right place and she seems to be a really sweet person. Proud of her. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to leave questions, comments, or concerns, please email podcast at coparentacademy.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen.